Success Superstars, episode number 207, your place for inspiration and the blueprint of success for peak performers just like you. And my special guest today, Stephanie Fisher. Stephanie, welcome. Hey, Mark. Thank you. Yeah, glad you're here. Say, tell the audience just a little bit about yourself before we get started. Yeah, so I am with the North Austin office um, and I live in the Liberty Hill area. So mainly work the Liberty Hill, Leander, Georgetown area. I moved up here about two years ago and the growth has just been super crazy. Yeah, it's really one of the fastest growing areas, not only in Texas, but in the entire country. Yeah, for sure. When we moved up here two years ago, nobody wanted to live out here. And now people are fighting with each other to live out here. <laughs> no. Well, it's so close to Round Rock and Georgetown is just, I can't think of the restaurant I went through, but there's a couple of restaurants in Georgetown and that, that just such a cute town, isn't it? Yes, and just definitely with people working from home now, more people working from home opportunities. They don't really need to live so close to Austin. So you get more land, more space out here typically. Yeah. Now, Stephanie, you've had uh, multiple success throughout the year. You're always on the leaderboard. You're, you're uh, always generating new business. And you had one of the largest year-over-year -year increases of any agent in the firm. D did that happen by accident? Sort of, but not really. <laughs> I mean, I would really. say by accident in that, um, you know, I, I've been an agent for a long time and, you know, I always knew I was consistent with my follow-up and with reaching out in a lead generation. And then, you know, one day it just came to fruition. So it was definitely something I worked on for a long time before it worked. That's why I always tell people be consistent. Don't give up because one day it's going to be worth it. It's going to work all your work that you put into it. So, you know, it just finally kind of broke through and then I got one listing and it was sort of a snowball effect and then it just all took off from there. I mean, that's really the analogy. It's the snowball effect of when you do all of the right things, it it takes time and, and nothing's a quick fix, right? Right, and that's the thing I hear from most agents is I'm doing all this stuff, but it's not working. Like I can't, you know, get my systems to work. And I just always, you know, the best advice I can give somebody is just to be patient because it does take time. And there were times where I was like, you know, am I doing this right? Is this gonna pay off? You know, if you spend money, you don't necessarily have. And mm -hmm. so, but it definitely does in the end if you stay yeah. consistent with it. Just like every other entrepreneur who goes through starting a business, you know, have the doubts. But, but do you ever look back and wish you did something else? Uh, no, I love this job. I mean, you know, it's stressful from time to time, but, you know, helping people and especially helping people reach their goals and either buy a new home or get to where they want to go, getting them the most money out of their house is very fulfilling. And I don't really know you could get that with any other career. Yeah. What was it, if you could identify, was there any one thing that created your breakthrough? Yes. Yeah, so I, you know, um, in my neighborhood, we have a neighborhood page that people can post on business Wednesdays and things like that. So I always was posting, I just I consistently every Wednesday would post and, you know, put market stats or whatever it may be. And then when I got uh, my first listing in the neighborhood, you know, I posted about that. And then it was the time when the market was kind of taking off and being super crazy where people were paying the high prices and over asking and all that. So I had a listing and it was the highest price sale in the neighborhood at the time. Mm -hmm. And so I posted that and that was kind of like people were like, oh my gosh, wow, like this is awesome. And so just more people started reaching out. I got more and more listings and then, you know, just good words from neighbors. They're like, oh, she's so great. You should use her. Um, and then they just went on more meetings, more listing appointments, and then just continued to do a good job and more people referred me and, you know, trying to still keep consistent with that. 
and I still post every Wednesday. So. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Well, you know, one thing that I'm really proud about in our brokerage is 75% of the top 1%. So being in the top 1% of anything is pretty amazing, right? Yeah, for sure. But 75% of our top 1% are female entrepreneurs doing businesses from 20 to 40, 50, $60 million of every race, color, creed. Uh, I mean, what's it like being in an industry that has no glass ceiling? I mean, that's what's great about it is it pushes you to go further all the time. You know, you're like, oh, the, you know, it's basically a correlation of how hard you work and you can kind of set your own. Mm -hmm. If I work this hard, you know, I know I can do this much volume, um, you know, set goals for yourself. It's just an endless. So, you know, like there's just never a cap. So you know, it's like, oh, if I only get to this point, I can stop. So you just, yeah. you know, the possibilities are endless. And so that's what's so great about it is you can just set a bigger goal every year. And that's really nice to have something where you, you know, the size the limit. Yeah. The, the only glass ceiling in place is whatever ceiling you put in your own mind, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. if you only want to do a certain amount and, <laughs> yeah. you know, sure. Yeah. But. Now, if you were to give consumers advice today, what would it be in this market? Well, I guess so for buyers or sellers or either. E either one. What would you so tell? So for yeah. sellers, I know a lot of people are like, oh, I don't need to, you know, stage my house. I can list it at whatever I want because the market's so hot. It's so crazy. And that's something that I always tell people, you know, it, it's still very important because yes, there are there's very little inventory on the market, but we still need to price it correctly. We still need to stage it because you're going to do better than your neighbor next door who doesn't do those things. And they may not think they have to, but you're going to attract more buyers. You're going to get more offers. You're going to make more money by just doing small, mm -hmm. small things. What and with buyers, buyers, I would say, you know, just don't give up again. <laughs> the consistency, just you might have to make offers on 10 to 12 homes before you get one. I know a lot of people that discourages. And I think if you tell them up front and you're honest with them, that it's going to be a lot easier for them to be ready for that because i think when people get that way it's because they weren't warned or they just don't understand like what they're doing wrong or they may think their realtor is doing something wrong and that's not necessarily true what about the emotions and then i want to talk about investor clients uh, next but what about the emotions of the the typical consumer buyer who gets beat out you know over and over and over they're upset you know how, how are you dealing with that uh, on a day-to-day -day basis so for that, I would say just sharing success stories from other friends that are realtors and, hey, look, this person got this, you know, this was their 20th house they had to offer on, like, you know, maybe it wasn't the right house for you. And a lot of them are like, yeah, you know, if it's not meant to be, then it's not going to happen. So a lot of them kind of go into that, you know, they'll say, oh, well, you know, this one wasn't the one for us. So I feel like just you managing your emotions and not getting worked up about it are we starting to like, be like, oh, no, this is awful or you know, when they lose an offer to just be like dramatic about it. I feel like just you managing your emotions helps them manage theirs as well. Yeah. Now, are you also seeing investor uh, in your area? You've got to see investor clients coming out wanting to buy, uh, you know, rental properties that they can be the landlord for. Yes. Yeah. We still get a ton of investors. I would say even on my listings, anything under 500, probably 70% of the offers are investor offers. Uh, mostly, of course, cash and all that stuff. So that's hard too because that's hard for an average person to beat that out. And you know, if you don't have a big budget, that kind of right. doesn't help. <laughs> yeah. Well, what advice would you give other agents as we wrap up this episode? 
uh, you know, again, I think it's just about being consistent. Uh, you know, put yourself out there, get out and talk to people, you know, put in the effort to do pot buys. I'm big on pot buys. I do them, you know, seasonally on holidays, springtime, Christmas, uh, Thanksgiving, all that kind of stuff. So I feel like that's referral business is huge sitting in front of people, even if so, you know, manage your sphere first, like other than just trying to find dead leads because those are going to be the people who already trust you. Mm -hmm. So I would work on that first, always do pop buys, kind of stay in touch with them. And then on the side, you know, try to find other people as well by doing cold call lead generation or not cold yeah. call, but you know, yeah, yeah. find like open houses, things like that, people you don't know. Well, but um, definitely your sphere is going to be the yeah. easiest, I think, to get to trust you because they already do. So Stephanie, one of one of the fears that people have uh, around doing the Popeyes is they, they they'll say, "Well, I just don't know what to say," and there's always something to talk about in real estate. How, how do you always have something to create a conversation with? Well, so the Popeyes not everybody's always home, so if they're not there, I'll just leave them on the door and send them a picture and say, "Hey, I dropped this off for you. Hope you're doing well." Maybe follow up with a phone call and say, hey, "Did you get that you know gift I left? You know, how's it going? You heard about the market? You always start about, oh yeah, the market. Usually people are like, oh, the market's so crazy, right? And then, yes, and then you start talking mm -hmm. about experience you've had or what's going on. And then maybe I've had one that was like, well, maybe we should you know think about selling. And so I'm going to meet with them next week because they're really thinking about just going back home now because of yeah. what their house is worth. And that all happened because of a pop by where you left. Yep, something. it was a Christmas pop by that I left on there. <laughs> yeah, and sent a follow. They probably weren't even there. You sent a follow up text, say, "Hey, I hope you got." They the weren't. Yeah, and they just said, "Oh, thank you so much for the gift." And hey, we actually want to talk to you about you know putting our house on the market this spring. So oh, there you go. Yep. It's it's easy, but it's hard. Yes, because I have a lot of friends who have realtors, and they were like, "I don't even." Remember who I used or, you know, people who I sell their mm -hmm. houses here in my neighborhood, they, a lot of them, probably 99% of them use realtors when they bought, but they don't use that realtor to sell again. It's either because they had a bad experience or they just lost touch with them, you know, so it's really important to stay in touch with past clients. Just happened to me. I went in for my annual physical and we got to talk about real estate. It turned out that my doctor owned three properties. The agent had been in touch forever and we got him, we got him connected with the JPAR agent because he wants to sell, um, two of those three rental properties and no one had been in touch yeah and i think that's like they don't feel much loyalty to you if you don't stay in touch with them because you know two years goes by they haven't heard from you or talked to you they meet somebody else they might like and oh, okay you're a nice person so i'm going to use you this time because they don't feel loyalty to you if you don't yeah. stay in touch with them and follow up yeah. with them and keep that connection it's just too competitive all right my yeah, friend absolutely. well i appreciate you spending some time with us it's always great to see you on the leaderboard and to see what you're doing in the marketplace and how you're serving as a servant leader, your clients and consumers in the Round Rock, Georgetown, that whole North Austin area uh, is super cool. Yeah, thank you very much. I'm happy to be here and I love JPAR and all the support that we get. And you know, I don't think my business would have gotten this far with any other brokers. So I'm super happy well, to be here. And well, if folks have referrals to get you, if, if they have referrals to, to come down to uh, in your area, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, so probably email or text um, is always easiest. So um, you can always reach me on Facebook too. I'm pretty active on there as well. Yeah, good. Well, the key in today's market, it doesn't seem like anybody's returning anybody's phone calls or text messages. So number one, just return your phone calls and yeah. text messages is one thing, right? That is the biggest thing I can say too, as an agent is like, people ask me, what's the advice of being successful? Answer your phone. <laughs> yeah, and, and even if you're overwhelmed because of 
30, 40 offers, at least you could have some standard text messages that says, hey, we're entertaining a bunch of offers. We're going to get back to everyone in two days or you yeah. know, just automate something so, so people don't, uh, you, you know, start assuming things, right? Yeah. Right. I had a listing in Round Rock that we got 20 offers on and I took the time to reach out to every single agent to give them an update. Mm. And then once one was selected, I got back to every single person and told them, you know, because that's the way that I would want to be treated. So, you know, golden rule always. Good for you. And that's why JPAR attracts a higher standard. So thank you yep. for exceeding expectations. Yep. Thank you, Mark. All right. We'll talk soon. Until we right, see you again, you. may your choices reflect your hopes and not your Bye. fears.